Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. From the Eat My Catfish studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time, time sports, sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. It's time for Rolling with Nolan. On Drive Time Sports with Coach Nolan Richardson. Brought to you by Slim Chickens. There's lots of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's. Serving Central Arkansas and now in Cabot. Well, Coach Richardson, are you inside? It's a little bit tough to be outside today in Fayetteville, wasn't it? I don't even think I peeped outside. <laughs> I, mean, it, it, I, never, I mean, it's, it's cold, cold. Well, I can tell you, no, I'm peeping I out. Every, I hope everybody said to stay in, man. It's just too cold to be anywhere outside. I'm peeping outside my window, and there's sleet everywhere. So tomorrow we get freezing rain. So this is Coach Nolan Richardson, Randy Rainwater, Rick Schaefer, and we have Coach Richardson tonight. Nolan, we first had you on. The Razorbacks were struggling, 0-3 in the conference. Are you as astonished as everybody else by what's going on right now with this basketball team? Well, you know, you could say you could be astonished, but I, you know, you can see that they had a very good basketball team. The games they lost didn't indicate who they were. I think it, it takes time to put a team together, especially when you start playing within the conference. You know, you play some teams outside of the conference that has no clue about what who you are, what you've done. But then uh, when you get into conference play, it changes. And what has happened is that, to me, that the kids have matched together and they, they, they're sharing the ball, they're sharing their defensive uh, uh, assignments, they're sharing everything. And, and, and of course, it's easier to, to pick off a win when you can when you play that way. And that's how I've witnessed what's going on with Musselman's team. He's, he's got them playing very good. I mean, you know, you think you're out of the game, and they're just right in the middle of it. The next thing you know, they're on top of it. So uh, the confidence has grown on those young men. Uh, it just doesn't really surprise me that this is what's going to happen. And I said that the other day that they'd beat Florida, and I said the other day that they would also beat the team before they played Florida. And I, and I really think they're going to beat Kentucky. I don't think that, you know, it may sound like a, that I'm biased, but I just uh, feel that that's, uh, they have the opportunity and they're playing well and they're believing in themselves. You played against Eddie Sutton's teams. You coached Arkansas for years, and you've watched Arkansas since you've coached. Is this one of the best defensive teams you've seen at Arkansas? Yes, it is. They, uh, like I said before, that. They're well connected in, in their defense. I mean, it's, it's amazing. Uh, you know, 
it's 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 to me defense is contagious and and it starts all off you know with a, if you got one guy for example that's taking all the charges look now you look around there's more than one guy taking charges uh one pass used to be two passes and and now you got five, six, seven guys making great passes. You know, it, 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 things become contagious. Then you start winning. And as I said about stats, there's only, to me, the only important stat there is is a W. There's a W side and an L side. As long as you keep sticking them in the W side, it doesn't matter that other stats don't matter. Because at the end of the day, you know, you're, you're looking for victory. That's what you're looking for, and and which, whichever way it comes, whether it comes in one point or, or fifty points, mm-hmm. you're trying to, and that's that's what's happening uh, to the Razorback basketball team. They're 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 winning games, and they're because, enjoying themselves winning. Coach, stats can help you analyze how you won. And last night right. in Florida, Arkansas only turned the ball over six times in a road game against a good defensive team. That, that's that's a pretty amazing stat right there, six turnovers in 40 minutes. Well, that's true. But as you say, you, you know, what happens if you had a half 16 turnovers <laughs> in, lost. In, in that, in that <laughs> period of time and still yeah, won the game like you wanted? Would that be any, would that be any different? No, except I'm not sure they would have won if they'd have had 16 turnovers. Oh yeah, I, I think I think you, you know you'd be surprised about the stats in many cases. Uh, you know, if, if you make the shot at the right time, there's timing in the game. Uh, the right call can change the game. I mean, it, there's so many things that that comes that's not on the stat sheet. And so, but uh, yeah, you can you can. You know, you can kind of judge. I always just say, I don't need to set. I saw the game. <laughs> and I didn't like what I saw. That's not going to change my mind about that. I mean, I can say, you know, we, we had six turnovers. Hey, but we didn't make no baskets either. So <laughs> well, they made some. Which, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, you got to make a score. Too. You got to get that right. ball to the right people. Great passes. I mean, all kinds of things are happening. Diving on the floor. Look how many loose balls they come up with. When it's fifty-fifty, and they get more than their share of the fifty-fifty loose ball. That's I mean, what uh, Florida's coach said after the game. Said it seemed like every contested rebound that was fifty-fifty. He said Arkansas got. To your point, they got. He, he told you what the truth. <laughs> it's, it's amazing how, how how they have come together and, and begin to play so well. And, and it's the right time of the year to do that. They don't look tired. They don't. They, they look. Uh, you know. They they don't play at a speed. To me, that you have to worry about being so tired. Either. They, uh, every most of the teams in the league are, are pretty slow. Kind of slow down. They're not up in up up tempo basketball. Well, coach, I hope I can ask this in the way that it makes sense, but. To me, last night was as much of a mental game as it was a physical game. Uh, J.D. Note said it was kind of amazing the fact that he was on the winning team and Arkansas had not won there. Uh, the last time they won there, he wasn't even alive. He hadn't even been born yet. 
So in in a situation kind of similar to that, did you feel like at times you had to win the mental game with your kids more so than what you might have to do by, by winning physically? Well, I, I think most all games you, you got to try to win mentally. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, you know, uh, Randy, I, I really believe that there's that we get our bodies in shape and we really tremendously with the weight and what have you and running and but our brain and our mind should get in shape also mm-hmm. and and that's that's when you're talking about what you're talking about that's happening with Florida oh we have they haven't won here since 95 or they haven't done this since this and they haven't done this but the, you know I would my answer would be but that was them yeah this is us. Mm, yes. That was that day. This is this day. You know, so when you start living in the present, you know, all these things, you, you, you know, you don't have to worry about preparing them mentally. They're, they're being prepared mentally, and especially by the, by the people who have said that they have not won a game in, in, in Florida uh, in, in since 95. But do there do you realize that you use the number ninety five? But in the days that we were there, you only got to go to them once, one year. The next mm-hmm. year they came to you. There wasn't yeah. a home at home series, and not right. when I was there. It was just you know. So suppose you wanted home and they wanted their place, and you wanted home and they wanted their place. Because mm-hmm. I, I had remembered at one time Florida had never beaten us for a while, but then they end up winning the next probably three years. But it seemed like three years in a row, but it's an alternate year. So, you know, the, the dates and everything get grown out, look really wild. And it, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't that many times they played each other. <laughs> Fewer times than any, any opponent in the SEC. Florida, they've played less than any team in the SEC. Yeah. There are a lot of ways to win games. But when you yeah. can go 17 for 20 at the free throw line, when you shoot that well at the free throw line, that's a that's, that's a big that I love. step. Mm. The stat on the free throw line is a huge, huge. That that used to worry me the most of anything that I can think of. Uh, uh, I, I knew the teams who were able to go to the free throw line, and we were not able to get there. Usually, won the game. And, and that free throw line is, is so important, especially going down the stretch. you got to, in the last three minutes, the last three, four minutes of the game is the most important free throws that you're going to get. Mm-hmm. And you, if you don't knock those down, you can knock them all down early. But when you come into that period, because now it's going to become a hack, a foul, every time you touch the ball because the opponent, the team that's behind, is trying to catch up. And the only way you can catch up is to put you on the line. And the only way you can retaliate is to make that free throw. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, uh, uh, they're, they're, they're getting to the line. That's, that means that they're not shooting just all jump shots. That means that you have to be attacking. That means you have to get and one. You're getting, you're, you're getting a shot off the re- rebound, which is a stick back. You know, you're getting, them, you're getting a chance to get to the free throw line. And with Davis and Note, the way they can get to the basket, I mean, it's it's, 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 it's uh, I can't think of the young man's name 
Oh, Chris, Chris likes. Okay, so Chris likes during the game. Yeah, Chris. Will make some great plays and so make plays that drive you nuts. But when he gets right. to the free throw line, he is almost automatic. Yep. He, I tell you what, he, you know, he, he, he sometimes looks like he looks like he's out of control, but he, he basically knows what he's doing. It just hasn't come together yet. But, you know, but another year of playing. Uh, and as it's, it's, and it's quick as he is, you know, he, 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 he probably could play ping pong by himself. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love That's it. quick. <laughs> All right, Coach, here's one for you. This is from Mike from our Asher Record Service Company live feed feedback. Mike says, Coach, how did you convince Andre Iguodala to come to Arkansas, and what did you tell the team to win four games in four days to win the SEC tournament, Iggy was a piggy. <laughs> Iggy, <laughs> Iggy was a piggy. I, I used to say it every time I walked in the house or so mm-hmm. with his parents. Today, you know, you know, there's no question Iggy's a piggy. And so, uh, I, I, I that was an interesting deal because the, the dad and I really became pretty close friends. Uh, he was. He, he had followed he had followed some of my teams in Tulsa. He was following us at, uh, at Arkansas, and it, it just so happened that Iggy was not being recruited like he thought he should have been until late. Once we once once we we were in there after him, way before anybody ever knew he existed, and, and then all of a sudden, boy, he, he was bombarded by all the big teams in the country. But uh, he, he stayed. He stayed true to what he felt like he wanted to do, and that's come and play for me. And that that uh, that was the story on that. On the on the winning the four games, I I, I can remember. I, I they asked me, uh, was I prepared to play uh, four, uh, three or four games? And I told him I brought four suits. <laughs> I was going to wear one every day. That we played. So if if I had not, if I'd have brought me one or two suits, then I know I was going home. But I had enough clothes to play four games, and I, uh, I I felt like we were beginning to as if that season we were beginning to toward the end we were really getting pretty strong. We were not a big team. We were just a matter, matter of fact, might have been the smallest team I have as the coach, but. They were they were they had knocked off Auburn earlier in a couple of weeks and Auburn was really really I don't know ranked fourth or fifth in the country and we ended up beating uh, out of the four teams that night three of them were uh, top twenty five. That's right. So so I mean it was it was and it's amazing it was my smallest team the team that has probably the least amount of record to win the SEC tournament uh we were in a position to win a few of those tournaments but we could never pull it off but uh, that little team did and that that was a that was a great victory for them that, for, that's for the, the team, that, that's the team that got joe johnson at the semester i think he made a pretty big difference didn't he right there's no question that that joe made a difference of course the sad part about it, he he played the first the last semester in the first semester of his next year, and that was it. Mm. He got hurt uh, during the summer months, 
So when he came back, he went his ankle was pretty bummed up, and then so once he got over that, he played that semester. So he ended up playing like two semesters of basketball. Coach, that may have been one of the smaller teams you you have, may have had, but no one was out jump them. Brandon Dean, Teddy Gibson. I mean, those guys, as the old saying goes, they, they could make change on top of the backboard. I mean, they <laughs> they could jump. Yeah, they, were, they were very quick. Uh, that was the quick. I think a lot of uh, a lot of people or fans. That was one team I pressed the most with because we didn't have no, no size. I didn't have to. I could play you any kind of way with Lee, uh, Lee Mayberry and Todd Day and Ron Urey and that bunch. We could play any kind of way. We could run. We could slow it down. We could press you. We could zone you. We could trap you. We could do anything. But that one team was a team that had to, in order for us to have a chance, is to try to win the possession game, try to win the, the, the amount of shots taken. You know, you're constantly trying to win every area you can. And most of all, make sure that you can uh, do the best job you can on the defensive end. I think that was so important for that team. Uh, other teams that I had, the, the defense didn't have to be as good because they, they could do so many things offensively. That kind of fits with this next question from Wynn. He says, how does Coach compare current Hogs defense to the 40 minutes of hell. How to compare compare the defense? There's the no current question. Hogs defense. Right. Uh, there's no no question that that the, the Hogs they play tremendous defense. Very very very. The defense that they play is different uh, than 40 minutes of hell as you described it because the 40 minutes of what you're describing is that we're trapping and deep and zoning and, 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 and as I call the scramble, we're scrambling. Uh, we're, we're, we're making you, we're trying to make you very uncomfortable, just constantly. Uh, I don't, their, their, their defense is not, uh, geared that way. They're, they're more, they're more into the, the pace of the game. Uh, your turn, my turn type of game a lot of times you know you go down uh run your offense and i do everything i can to stop it and and, and vice versa whereas we're trying to say hurry up and do something because we're going to hurry up and try to get it and go so you start playing hurry up uh the offense and you also play hurry up defense and so look, that's that's totally different than than the defense eddie eddie eddie's teams were pattern type defense it was really good you know he had some great guys <laughs> that were I called Doberman Pinchers on, on his ball club uh, they, they really locked in and played defense and, and Muslim's got the same kind of team alright I think we have him let's see Stan good afternoon do you have a question or comment for Coach Richardson <coughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Where's it? Where's it? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How you doing, Coach Richardson? I'm doing fine. Doing All good. right. All right, man. Hey, I got something for you, man. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to keep it real with you. Hey, it's an honor to talk to you, sir. 
my pleasure. Yes, sir. Hey, I told them, man, ain't going to never be no. They got the, 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 the basketball team. They're doing great. I'm glad to see them good, you know, doing real good. But, hey, man, I got to say this here, Coach Richardson. Hey, I don't think I'll never be no coach. I don't think I'll never be no defense like you had, like that 40 minutes of hell, baby. <laughs> hey, Coach Richard, we ain't never going to see that no more. Not in our lifetime, baby. We don't ever see that no more. <laughs> well, I tell you what, hey, I'm glad you hey, like Coach Richard, that, that's why I say they might be going to put that stack in you out there, baby. They good. They'll never win no national championship. You don't want Coach ever win national championship, baby. You don't know want that party is a hell. Ain't nobody gonna win that championship with you, baby. You're the one gonna win that championship. Y'all have a good All right. Yeah, Thank Stan, you, Stan. Coach, Stan All is right, convinced. Fun. Stan is convinced yeah. that no coach but you can ever win a national championship at Arkansas, so he's your biggest fan. <laughs> He sounds like it. I'm, I'm glad I got a fan, man. That's pretty good. <laughs> but he gives nobody. He says, hey, Musselman's good, but he'll never win a national championship. Only Nolan does that. <laughs> well, the only, only thing he didn't say is they have uh, Arkansas is yet to peak. So at yeah. least uh, they've got some space there. That's right. And uh, they got room oh, to peak Lord. still. And and you're too humble to say anything about this, but Stan and I agree that there should be a statue of you in front of Bud Walton Arena. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's something that should get done. So I, I don't know how any of us have that kind of influence anymore, but, uh, but you won a national championship. You ought to be out there. That's right. We agree. <laughs> well, I agree. Thank you, guys, for feeling that way. <laughs> All right, hang on, Coach. we got to take the break. we got to sell some chicken. How about some slim chickens? Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue with the coach, Nolan Richardson, in just one moment. And thanks again to Slim Chickens, who make all of this possible each and every Wednesday night at 6 o'clock to have the coach with us. And there's a lot of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's serving Central Arkansas, and now in Cabot. And once I get off this diet, that will be my first stop. And I know what I'm going to get. I can already order it in advance, the eight-wing meal. That's eight chicken wings with Texas toast, fries, and a medium drink. I can taste it now Mm. only at Slim Chicken's. And you know what else we can taste now is uh, helping out the Nolan Richardson Memorial or the Vaughn Richardson Memorial Foundation. You know, each week we give these addresses. We uh, have Coach on uh, at his – he does it uh, at no charge. Uh, Any money that uh, is raised either through Slim Chickens or through donations goes directly into the Vaughn Richardson Memorial Foundation to do great work for kids and uh, families who are in need. You know, uh, I think once a year, maybe it's twice a year, that the Buzz has these uh, radiothons, and they raise money for Children's Miracle Network or some other things. And certainly we're not asking for, uh, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars in this. But I would hope that by the time we finish uh, having Coach on uh, at the end of March that there will be some significant gifts given to the Yvonne Richardson Memorial Foundation. If you'd like to do that, you can do it right now online. You can go to Give to Yvonne, Give to Yvonne, Y-V-O-N-N-E, no spaces in between, GiveToYvonne.com, and you can do it right online. 
If you're old-fashioned, you like to write checks, uh, you need to. You can write to the Yvonne Richardson Memorial Foundation. The address is 4057 North Humount, H-U-G-H-M-O-U-N-T Road, Fayetteville, Arkansas, 72704. Again, we will give that address every week that we're on with Coach Richardson, and um, that would be a great way to say I believe in what Coach is doing uh, for uh, people in the state of Arkansas. It would be also a great way to thank him for being our guest every Wednesday. Tuesdays sometimes because of Razorback basketball, but uh, every week during the basketball season because it's been a delightful experience for us to have Coach on. Anything you'd like to add, Noah? Couldn't say it any better. Yeah. Oh, that's like... that's great. I I appreciate that. Uh, every 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 nickel counts, and so whatever you can come up with is fine with the Yvonne Richardson Foundation. We we appreciate it, and we'll we'll uh, do the best we can to continue her 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 vision and my vision of helping those who are less fortunate. Coach, how's Miss Rose doing today? She she has uh, you know she's in good spirit. She has uh, not been able to walk uh, or sit up or stand up uh, in the last. Oh, I would say it's been pretty close to a little oh, about three years now. And so, uh, uh, but her spirit is so good and strong, and, and she watches every every opportunity of the game um, by TV. And we kind of stay hidden now because of the COVID and all those other dangerous outfits that are out there so we're not we're not moving around other than taking her to the doctor but i appreciate the asking about her because she's she's truly a a tremendous fan of mine that's for sure you know they're great uh, support for you we never asked you about him on the air does godfrey siamusi does he still out live out there with you godfrey is still he's 25 20 about 26 years now He's been been out here with me, and uh, uh, what a wonderful young man! I, you know, he's he's like a, a son that I've adopted. It's, uh, I, I he's now living with his. He's got two kids. I mean, I, I remember when he he was smaller than his kids when he was here running track. Uh, one of the greatest track guys I'd ever come across, and uh, mm-hmm. we really we really have a lot of admiration. We call him Mr. G. He he, he is a, a truly uh, a go-go getter. I used to see him a lot when I was still working in the Springdale School District because he's in Springdale High School. But uh, I would tell people, I don't know if his students realized how good he was in the two years he would Ar- is at Arkansas, and and he was the amazing distance runner. He never lost a race, ten thousand, no. five thousand, SEC, NCAA. He never lost one race, one of every one of them. He was amazing. You'd walk in his trailer, hmm. and I think, you know, he hasn't had all those <laughs> things lined up. Uh, <laughs> he's kind of like John McDonald with his rings, you know. Like, <laughs> me and John went, went on, a, on, a, on a recruiting trip to, at, for the same kid, and, and I, John took out his suitcase. <laughs> I said, what, what do you got in there, Coach? He said, well, I got a few few items. And he, he, he opened up this suitcase, and it looked like it was 50 rings in there. That's the <laughs> country. I'm saying, holy Michael, you kidding me? 
the kids' eyes got so big. And, you know, we didn't get it, but, but mm-hmm. I, I spent more time paying attention to what Josh was saying than what I had to huh. say to him. Also, I said, "Hey, you got him with those with that many championships. A guy who wouldn't want to run here, he, he got to be crazy." Mm-hmm. So uh, his recruiting to me was was pretty pretty strong. Uh, it- go ahead. You know, you know, Coach Broyles, for all his attributes, he could be a little tight with money. And uh, if John McDonald would have gotten a ring for every championship, that would have been 84 conference and 42 nationals. So I guess what they did was when they won triple crowns, he got one ring for all three of them. But that <laughs> yeah. that would that would still, that's a lot of rings. They won so many triple crowns in the Southwest Conference, the Southeastern Conference, and the NCAA Nobody will ever come close to those records. No, no. I went to a school at these minors in Texas. Oh, you tap. Yeah. Track. So Don yeah. used to tell me about it. And I, I'm saying, this guy, yeah, we thought he was good. But, God, uh, <laughs> Don, Don was, I call him super, super, super coach. I mean, uh, that's why I spent every chance I could get to touch him or rub him or do something. <laughs> To make me give me the you know I, I it wasn't luck it's, I mean it's blessed I mean he was blessed over and over again but what a fine what a not only a good man a strong man but yeah his uh, it's, it's, it's track guys they they could they they ran I mean <laughs> they didn't mess around they they took off running uh, <laughs> I'm telling you he, John and, and and Mr G up here is, is something uh. I, I'm, I'm blessed to have come in contact with. Cleveland Hill was a piece of cake for those guys, right, Coach? <laughs> yeah, for the well, track guys. Yeah, that, those track guys, you, you got that right. Uh, I asked, uh, you know, I used to like I said that he's the reason they ran the Cleveland <laughs> Cleveland Hill. Coach said, uh, I asked him, he said, "Well, you got to get him in shape, Coach. You know that." I said, "Yeah, I'll get him in shape." He said, "Well, we got a hill over here called Cleveland." <laughs> <laughs> I say, you, know, you think we can do this? Oh yeah! So I ran him from the Cleveland Hill. I ran him out to the airport. Uh, you know, we we did some running. You ran to the air Drake Field. You ran. You ran all yeah, the way to the yeah, airport. We run out to Drake Field and back. The basketball uh, team. Yeah. My yeah. gosh! I never knew that. That's a that's a long run. Well, Rick, don't you, you, you remember? I, don't you remember, I Rick? You, I was the one that went out there and kept. Giving Oliver rides back to the to the uh, to Bud Walton. I was going to tell you, some guy gave Oliver rides back. <laughs> you know, and I have my and I had I had my little old car, so I was a truck, and they, they'd run there, and then I'd follow them, and then I'd take off and come back to the school to wait for them. And every time I came back, Oliver was standing in front of them. <laughs> I had a pretty speedy car, Coach. I had a pretty speedy car. That's the reason why I got it. I I know Cleveland Hill, but I didn't know you ran all the way to the airport. I'm trying in my mind think about how many miles that is. That's that's not a short trip if you're running. No, 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 it's not. And they and they not wasn't supposed to stop. And and I don't think Big Big O ever started running. Once (laughs) once I left the scene. They were on. I guess they were on their own. They might have had shortcuts. I didn't care how, 
you got there, and then when you got back, I didn't care how you got back. Just get back. <laughs> all right, we got a all, And it was all about so that's part of 40 minutes of hell. <laughs> that people, you know, it, it wasn't just basketball. I mean, no. we we did things without a basketball, and, and but our, our bodies, I guarantee, you, I could put our conditioning up against anybody. That would take it would it's take more hard. than hey it would take more than forty minutes to run to Drake Field and back. That's that's more than forty minutes of uh, of not much fun. <laughs> All right, let's talk to Brian. Brian, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for the coach? Yes, I do. Hi, Nolan. Hey, I'm I'm a big fan as well. I heard you say you've got one fan. I think you've got two. I think um, he's got a lot. He's got a lot, but uh, I'll make. Uh, just make this question fairly quick, but no one I wanted to ask you with all the influx of talent that Arkansas has got coming in next year, well, you got five guys in the top 100 plus what we've got now. I would think it's going to be really difficult for Muslim to find this mix in playing time. When we get back from the break, can you answer that question, uh, Coach Richardson, how you might be able to work that through? And I'll listen to what you guys got to say. Thanks, all guys. Right. Hold Thank you, Brian. All right. Hang on, Coach. we gotta, we got to sell some more chicken. Hang tight. Rick Schaefer, I'm Brandy Rainwater, along with the coach, Nolan Richardson, being brought to you by Slim Chickens. Drive Time Sports will continue. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. And again, we'll be joined in a moment by the coach, Nolan Richardson. Thanks again to Slim Chickens. And do want to say thank you again to Slim Chickens. Check out the chicken tender meal, the hungry meal, seven chicken tenders with Texas toast, fries, and a medium drink. It's time for Rolling with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Coach Nolan Richardson. Brought to you by Slim Chickens. There's lots of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's serving Central Arkansas and now in Cabot. So Coach, in the fall of 1988, you brought in three guys that would be first round draft picks. uh, Miller, May, uh, Mayberry, and Day. You also had several other talented players. You had Hury, you had Lindsey Howell and all that. Next year, Arkansas is bringing in five top 100 players, including two that are in the top 10. The question was, how does Eric Musselman incorporate five guys that are all high school superstars with what he has to, to make his team a team next year? You know, each coach, that's a good problem to have, Rick. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I love that. I mean, I let me let me decide on how, when, and who's going to play. I mean, that's determining the workout. I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm what you call equal equal opportunity coach. Every one of you got the same opportunity that I bring in here, and 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 just because you rank number fifty doesn't necessarily mean that you rank number. One through five on my on, on my floor, so uh, to me, I, that's that's not really a problem. You, you know, you're gonna play the best uh, five or six or seven or eight players anyway. And, and it's the, to today's players, the more the better you get, 
the better chance you have of winning, the better players you get. I mean, uh, to me, I, I, I don't always go along with the rankings. I mean, here this guy is the, uh, the top number two player in the country. He's the number five player in the country. He's the number uh, – that doesn't mean – that doesn't mean anything. You got to throw the ball up and play the game, and and so uh, him getting those numbers that's fine, but they have to be able to do something other than and then then have a number in front of their name. So I Let's think start. I think Muff will just uh, play the best guys. He's going to be able to play to win. Yep. Let's talk with uh, Terry. Terry, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Coach Richardson? Yes, sir. Thank you guys for taking my call, Coach Richardson. Always good. Our third conversation, always good to talk to you. And, and thank you for everything you're doing. Hey, I heard the comment made earlier about the uh, Florida player that was having a rough time shooting threes just back at the start of the show, and because there's somebody giving Alex Dillard the red light. And I just wondered, did that ever happen? <laughs> <laughs> did Alex ever have the red light? We stopped. Yes. Yeah, when he first got there. I mean, when you when he first got there, start shooting the ball. I was yelling, hey, "Don't be! We don't do that. What are you? What's the matter with you? You know?" Uh, and then after a while, I would be saying, this, "Don't good shot at Let it shoot that rock, man. Garrett, and it's a lie." Uh, so, so yeah, I, I think at first, most all of them start with the red light. And then they work their way into a green light situation. Uh, I can remember. I, I remember him coming in as a sixth man. This was before he was really hot, and I'm talking about just what he like ten or eleven threes that night. And it, uh, yeah, twelve against Delaware yeah. State. Yeah, twelve. Yes. But then uh, you know, I, you I remember can... one of the commentators one time. They said they had asked Coach Richardson said, well, "What's Alex's range?" He said, "When he steps in the gym, he has the green light." <laughs> Thank you, Terry. Yes, to be so consistent. Mm-hmm. Okay, so was there anybody that you ever gave the red light to permanently and said, outside of this arc, to never take a shot? Anybody ever told that to? Yeah, I did. I don't want to embarrass the young man, but, you know, <laughs> he, 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 he told me, he said, but, Coach, I'm open. I said, hell, I, I, don't, I know why you're open. <laughs> you know, some, some guy's shot is a turnover. So I don't want to. I don't want to say you you shooting a turnover, but you're open for a reason, son. <laughs> All right, coach. Here's a good one for you. This from uh, Piggy Smalls. He says, "Please ask coach what his thoughts are on Coach K retiring, and do they communicate? Also, does coach ever bring up the national championship game to Coach K?" No, uh, we haven't really had that much communication there, Coach Jay. But uh, a guy that, you know, what a great career that he's had there at Duke. It's just unbelievable uh, what he was able to do and how many Final Fours and National Championships are under his under his watch. Uh, you can't. What can you say about Coach Jay other than 
he's one of the great ones. And and that's how I see him. He's, he's one of the uh, greater coaches of our time. And uh, to be able to leave out with even a field, an opportunity to maybe finish up with another championship. He's been there, so he knows what it's all about. And that's, that's, that's the big key. You've been there, you know what it's all about. You might have a chance to do it again before you leave. But, my hat's off to Coach K. Well, you here is a great, here's a great question, Rick. Let me get this one okay. in. Okay, go ahead. This is from uh, Mitch in Northwest Arkansas. He says, does Coach have a book about his life? If not, maybe he and Rick could write one. <laughs> well, he's got one, don't you, Coach? Yeah, 40 minutes of hell. They still probably can't carry it. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure yeah, you get we, it at Amazon. We did, we, I think we, I think we wrote one in 2011 or 10, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's still on. It's still got some services. Uh, but it is. It's, it's called 40 Minutes of Hell. You can go to Amazon.com and you can find it there. Yes. Right. All right, Rick. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I want oh, to make well, sure I got that okay. Question. We don't have much time left, but I was going to ask Coach when when you and Coach K shook hands after you won the national championship game. Do you remember what he said to you? It's a great ball game. Uh, you know, I had played in three times. Yeah, uh, I played in three. I had three, three. First first game we ever lost the final four. Yeah, it was amazing, and then, then to come back and be able to win one. Uh, that was that was that was a big victory for us. What's well, a coach, big victory always, for us to have you on every week? Always a pleasure, Coach. Thank you, Coach Nolan Richardson. Don't forget Buzz Animal Cruelty. Spay and neuter your pet for the Buzz Radio Network. The so long.